0: I've been interviewing writers for about 15 years, and here is my secret to giving myself the best chance to always have an engaging, interesting conversation. Minimal preparation. That's right. If I spend too much time before the interview planning and thinking about what I'm going to ask the author, then the questions are based not on who they are, but on who I think they are. I learn more about a person I'm going to talk to the moment they say hello to me, even over Zoom, than I do reading maybe a very intimate memoir or, watching, or actually watching interviews with them on, say, YouTube. No, I learn more when they're right there. And so I've discovered the best thing for me to do if I'm gonna interview someone, show up, learn who they are, ask my first question, and then, very importantly, Listen. Listen to the answer, because the answer they give will direct me towards my next question, you see. I am listening for the interesting thing in their answer that I want them to expound on or that we can explore together. I ask a question, they give the answer, and I listen. It's very basic, I know, but if you've ever been in conversation, You know how it can go. Maybe you're talking and you can see the other person who isn't really listening to you. They're just thinking about what they're going to say. Or if you've ever been guilty of that, and I have, I admit, I realize that if the other person is talking, but my mind got on some train of thought and I'm really working it, I can hear their voice, but the words don't get in me. It's as if I didn't hear anything they said, even though I can literally hear the sound of their voice. That's how powerful the mind is at blocking things out if it's distracted. So, what does this have to do with writing? Well, as I have hinted at in past podcasts, writing is really not thinking. I used to th- believe it was, but, and I do look like I'm thinking because I'm sitting there sort of staring, but really, really what I'm doing is, energetically is listening because. I ask the question, what do I want to write about today? What's interesting to me now? What should my, how do I get my protagonist in that car and driving down the freeway? What's the argument about all the questions we have about our stories until they're finished? I ask the question. And then, even though I'm the only one there, I relax my mind and I listen. I wait for the answer to come. That's really what writing is. You ask a question, you listen, and you wait for something. And just like in my interviews, the thing when you get an answer to your question in your writing, that tells you what the next question is, right? You finish one sentence and you start the next one. It's important to remember as a writer because for a couple of reasons. First, you're not supposed to have all the answers. Said this before, I'll say it again. Your job isn't to have the answers. Your job is to have the questions. It's much easier to have questions than answers. And besides, you don't want the answers. You want to find them, but you don't want to start with them. So that's the first thing. Your job is to have the questions, not the answers. But then it's important to remember how the answers come. Sometimes they come right away, bango. But you know, you know, they don't always come right away. Why don't they? Well, there's a lot of reasons. For one, we have to trust. In other words, if I'm asking the question, I got to trust the answer will come. You know, if I ask a person a question, they're going to answer it probably, especially if it's about the work they've done. It's very easy. But when I ask myself a question, you know, there's no slot I can put a coin into that pops out an answer like a soda machine does a can of Coke. No. I just have to trust and wait Trust and wait. And trust means not doubting that the answer will come. Not letting my monkey mind saying, why isn't it coming? Or using my brain, my mind, my memory to try to manufacture an answer. No, no, no. You want the answer. What do we do with the middle? How do we end this? What's that argument really about? You want the real answer. The one that surprises you, that feels true. And the only way to get it is to trust that it will come. Now, it always comes. Let me say that again. If you ask a question of your imagination, it will always answer. But it might take a little while. It might take a little while. Maybe it'll take five minutes. Maybe it'll take five hours. Maybe it'll take five years. But the answer will come depending on how open you are to whatever it will be. And you know how it goes. You know how you're working on a piece and you get in the middle and it's all jammed up and you can't figure it out. You don't understand it and you, you walk away in frustration. And then maybe that night, maybe the next day, maybe in a week, you're taking a shower, going for a walk and you're not trying to write. You're not trying to figure it out. You're not drawing up any spreadsheets. You're not using a whiteboard. You're just walking along taking a shower, whatever, and there it is. There it is. Of course. Oh, and it's always so obvious. It's like it was right there all along. Which it was. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I do these every week. And so if you don't want to miss a little dose of inspiration and advice, go ahead and subscribe and and don't be afraid to reach out to me at williamcanower.com. I'd love to hear from you. So until next week, this is Bill canauer Stay fearless.